Hi there, we're glad you've joined us once again. In this episode, we're walking the line between someone who needs a friend to talk to and someone who needs to talk to a mental health professional. As much as we want to help someone we care about to overcome a psychological challenge, some situations require a trained professional. Let's answer some questions that a lot of you may have. Question number one. Can you describe the main differences between mental illness and temporary emotional challenges? Feelings of sadness tend to come in waves. However, if sadness as a symptom of depression feels like a heavy blanket covering every aspect of life, it's time to get professional help. Consuming alcohol in moderation is not an issue. However, if there's excessive alcohol consumption or drug abuse, it's time to see a professional. Basically, if someone is unable to function in their daily life because they are in mental distress, you should step aside and let a professional handle it. Some symptoms of mental illness can't be alleviated by friendly advice. If someone plans to harm themselves or others, don't hesitate to contact emergency services. After the immediate crisis is addressed, further plans for therapy can be made. Question number two. Will my friend feel heard if our group suggests visiting a psychologist? Mental illness is a sensitive topic for the vast majority of people. As painful as it may be to watch someone close to you struggle with mental illness, the choice to seek therapy is theirs alone. We should never force or guilt someone into getting help. Doing so may cause them to resist treatment and become resentful. You can offer help to find a support group or a therapist, for example. And as we have mentioned in our past podcasts, listen to the person with compassion, not judgment. Question number three. Why does my friend refuse to get help? Before we give you some answers, we want to flip the question around and ask you. Why do you think people refuse to get help? What is stopping your friend from going to see a mental health professional? There are a variety of reasons why therapy isn't even considered an option for some. A lack of education surrounding symptoms of mental challenges is an issue to consider. We have not been taught what a mental crisis looks like. As a result, your friend may think that their problems are temporary and will disappear with time. Is there a chance that your friend is in denial? The possibility of having a mental illness can be frightening. Denial protects the person from this scary reality. Unfortunately, it makes them believe that they can handle their psychological problems by themselves. Speaking of severity, your friend may be downplaying how serious their problem is. Downplaying is a detrimental coping mechanism because it prevents them from realizing the severity of the problem. Shame is also a key reason why many refuse to see a professional. Going to therapy is the same as declaring defeat, and they don't want to look weak. Your friend may feel like they're a shameful burden to others and don't want to bother the people around them. The final reason we'll discuss is their view of therapy. Mainstream culture has portrayed therapy sessions as a simple yet expensive conversation, such as your friend may believe that it's just a waste of money and time. Gently remind your friend that people don't have to have a mental disorder to visit a therapist. Therapy is actually for anyone. We all have problems in life, and we can all use some quality advice and guidance. A good therapist can be a lifesaver and a good source of advice, perspective, and direction. And the last question to consider, is there a way to support a friend who refuses help? Yes, your friend is not ready to talk to a mental health professional, but that doesn't mean that you should abandon them. 
You also shouldn't push your friend to talk to you or anyone else about their struggles. As hard as it may be, don't be disheartened or discouraged. Instead, suggest a fun activity to do. Spend time doing an activity together, like watching a movie, going for a hike, or creating art. We're not suggesting that you ignore the issue. On the contrary, continue to check on them and make sure that they're doing okay. But make sure you're not too intense about it. You don't want to push your friend. So remember to respect their boundaries. You shouldn't be the sole person responsible for your friend's well-being. If your friend continues to show signs of mental illness, inform their friends and families or others for support and guidance. Last but not least, don't forget about yourself. Don't get so blinded by your friend's issues that you disconnect from your own emotions. It can be stressful to deal with a mental illness, so remember to connect with your own emotions. Make sure you pay attention to your feelings too and cultivate a healthy psychological state. Are you taking care of your mind? Do your feelings often come second to the feelings of others? What do you do to take care of your own mental health? Join us for our next podcast, where we talk about taking care of yourself while also caring for others. We're so thankful that you joined us today, and we hope you join us on the next episode. Take care.